Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about why your environment actually matters. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So now that you know whether you're more inclined to be present or future-minded, you can look at, okay, what do I want my environment to look like? Now, no matter who you are, you're going to be dealing with the fact that whoever you surround yourself with, that's who you become. And you may have heard that before. You may have heard of, uh, you know, show me your network and I'll show you your net worth or show me the six people you spend the most time with and, and I'll show you your future from a standpoint of who you will become and and what your world will look like. And so you may have looked at your life from a standpoint of the environment uh, that you operate in and in uh, what surrounds you, but you may not be as mindful of the people that are actively providing advice and providing input and feedback and so on and so forth that really do shape your current reality. So you may not be ready to make a change when it comes to the people in your life, but I'm pretty sure we can all agree uh, that your current reality is a culmination of all the decisions all the actions that you've made, all the habits you've built and carried out over the course of your life. And so looking at your current reality, looking around you, seeing where you live and the people around you and the environment that you're in and so on and so forth, that is literally a culmination of all the decisions you've made in so many different aspects of life that lead up to this very moment. So what about the impact of your physical environment? Does your physical environment have the impact of those that are in your inner sphere? If you actually separated yourself out and isolated yourself to a certain degree for a short period of time, and you looked at your habitat itself, if you looked at your environment from a standpoint of how loud it is, how peaceful it is, how organized or disorganized it is, would it be something that inspires you to be the best version of yourself that you can be? Or does it actually cause you to get distracted and therefore uninspired by all the other things that you can, uh, you know, cloud your judgment by and, uh, and does it cause you to not focus on what you really need to focus on? So that's what I want to talk to you about is something that seems like it wouldn't be a big deal, but much like whoever you just choose to hang out with, that may not seem like a big deal either, but it's these types of decisions that can actually have a compound effect on your life and change the trajectory of where you want to go. So I need to preface this with the fact that we can use anything or anyone around us to be our excuse for us to not accomplish what we have the capability of accomplishing. So this is not the goal in the sense of using it as an excuse as to why you're not where you need to be. What it is and what I am saying is that if you could improve your environment so that it could propel you forward, so that it could not be a distraction and could be something that inspires you to really lean into what you're capable of, that would be something that would be worth spending your time on. 
it would be worth spending your time to reorganize, to get things in line in order to affect how you view the world, affect how you actually carry out the things that you need to carry out. So you should look at your environment from a standpoint of how healthy it is. Looking at your home or looking at your workplace, and right now it may be one and the same, but looking at your home environment, looking at your work environment, and any other um, place you places that you spend a lot of time and figuring out, okay, how is that environment positively or negatively impacting me? Is it something that is inspiring? Is it something that is organized? Is it something uh, that allows me to carry out the goals that I've defined for my life? Or is it something that holds me back from those because of all the distractions, because of the noise, because of the disorganization, or whatever it may be? So over the last year, we've seen a big shift when it comes to people valuing uh, space of their own. And so we've seen people moving from big cities to smaller cities or to towns or to uh, rural communities in order to have their own space. And so we've seen people uh, building homes at unprecedented levels with uh, you know housing permits um, skyrocketing and uh, renovations skyrocketing and, and uh, shortages of various materials because of that and because of what has transpired over the last year. And so we've seen a number of different things related to this area alone and looking at people's habitat and looking at the fact that people really do want a place of their own, especially in light of the fact that certain things may not return in the sense of having that separation between work and life. And so therefore, it's important for you to take a subjective approach to your own environment, actually looking around and seeing how those five senses affect you from a standpoint of looking at what may need to change so that your environment matches what your goals are, matches of where where you want to go rather than something you just live in or something that you just go to work and uh, and operate in, but that you are being mindful of the importance of your environment. So you may start this process by looking at the flow, the function, uh, the space itself. You may be looking at the furnishings, the paint, uh, fit and finish of uh, materials, and and you may be looking at that picture from a holistic perspective and see it as overwhelming. But what I would start at is looking at the area or the space that matters most to you. And so for you, it may be your office. It may be something that if you're going to spend a, a large amount of time there, that you want to make sure that that fits uh, your needs in this season of life, or maybe the kitchen being that you're cooking at home more or something like that. So you want to look at from a subjective perspective of how that environment works for you. And then being able to say, okay, well, if I want to build margin into life, into my personal finances, what needs to change in this specific area and how can I plan for it from a financial perspective. So with your home, you may look at your current space and it may not be worth renovating, it may not be worth updating, and it may be worth moving because the location isn't right or the space uh, doesn't fit your needs. Uh, But I would consider those components, especially if your work life 
aspects are combined, especially in this uh, this season. So an example of how your work environment can affect you is uh, a few years back, I had an office uh, with a former employer of mine where I was a CFO. And uh, in my office uh, was comprised of an office area. It had my desk and bookshelves uh, as well as a conference area with a conference table and and um, you know screen and so on and so forth over there, uh, but that office was especially important uh, during that season because I was spending copious amounts of time at work working on an acquisition of a uh, a property, a sale of a couple of other properties, as well as managing a. Comp- you know, a bunch of different aspects of the organization. So uh, in that season, I just remember how stressful that season was, uh, but how thankful I was that I had an office that, you know, I could go in, shut the door, uh, and, uh, you know, I had a few lamps, so I'd turn off the overhead lights, I'd turn on the lamps, and I would just work away for hours. And this was helpful in the sense that I constantly had people uh, walking past my office or walking in my office, and oftentimes, uh, they could tell when I was in, um, you know, in focus mode, when I was really working through certain projects and especially being that I had my, uh, controller or my accounting manager on one side and had my financial analyst on another side of, of, um, that office. And so therefore I constantly had people walking back and forth. And so I just remember how important that space was during that season, uh, and now, of course, I, I I don't work in an office anymore. I work remote. Uh, the company I work for is um, it has U.S. operations as well as international operations, and so therefore I can kind of work uh, where I want. So uh, that has been nice, but there's less delineation between work and life, and so uh, so that office space I have to kind of create wherever I go, and so with your specific office space with your specific living space, being mindful of the season that you're in, the needs that you have and figuring out how that space either is conducive for the purposes of the job that you're carrying out or is working against you in one way or another. And so figuring out what that is, is going to be key so that you know if your environment is, is helping or hurting, helping or hindering you. So my call to action today comes down to looking at what your environmental changes are that need to be changed in order uh, for you to really be able to focus in and not have the distractions so that you're accomplishing the goals that you have set out to accomplish. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.